solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum bum ba bum 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 bum. Welcome to another episode. I'm Molly. And I'm Alex. And this is Potter Watch Radio Hour. Hot fuss. Hot fuss. Can I get a hot fuss? I don't know why I said it. You're killing it. Ah. Hot fuss is the debut album. No, not debut album. Yeah, debut album. Wow, that's amazing. Imagine just like showing up on the scene with this banger of an album. Anyway, Hot Fuss is the debut album of The Killers. Molly and I's favorite band. 2004. And also these lyrics, honestly, surprisingly unproblematic. There's 2004. There's one lyric that is questionable and we can discuss it. Yeah. But Unfortunately, it is in one of their most famous songs. Now, I mean, to well, I don't know if this is to be fair, but just maybe to add to the conversation, apparently Brandon Flowers says it's not like what people hear it as. Yeah, I mean, it's, I've always heard it in that context. And then when I did it for this, I practically rewrote that section of the lyric to fit my narrative. Like it's still the same song, but so it actually is one of my, my favorite ones to do for this context because, because we just got rid of the problem by making it about something else. All right. So, um, we're going to get to that. So that's a little sizzle, a little tease. Um, but just in case you haven't listened to a Potter Watch Radio Hour. We are, don't you worry, getting get back to Mapping the Marauders soon. We're just taking a little uh, mid-postseason break in between. And is it a postseason break? Because we've been talking about the Marauders. They are a huge theme in my my sorting, I guess, because I I had them on the brain. I may or may not have re, not redone, but I did do at least There is a Marauders for every song. Some of them have doubles with like other characters. Whoa. Like I just went, I was like, it was already like 70%. So I was like, I'm just going to add a Marauders for every single one. I will say also that I think the same way we had like, we felt like Taylor Swift in Folklore was Ginny Weasley. I feel like Brandon Flowers... Was serious. Oh, so I, I just had a lot James of James in here. I have a lot of James in here too, but also in relation to serious. So, like, it. I think I have serious the most, but I do have James in here. Like, which yeah. I don't usually do a lot of songs from James's point of view. I think this is the most James I've ever done. Um, but I'm I'm falling in love a little bit with James again because. We're doing, right. we're doing the Marauders. So I like, like him yeah. as the so, character, which so, I don't usually. Um, so, so as I, I was saying. Oh, um, sorry. No, no. I was just like, wanted to just quickly explain what it is. So 
we pick an album and we go through each song and we pair which songs um, are connected to different characters. Maybe they're singing to each other or it's like about their relationship or just about one specific character. Um, we call it shipping songs with characters for lack of a better word. <laughs> Look, if you thought that our way we're doing the Marauders TV show was complicated, just know that this is always how our brain works. Like yeah. Potter Watch Radio Hour, what a weird thing. But you know, is it? like, is it? Like, is your big brain doing the big brain things that we are? I, that's what I'm asking. Um, so yeah, as Alex just mentioned, the Killers is both of our favorite bands, our favorite bands. No, I don't know how to say that. We both Either. love the Killers. We've both and seen them in concert. Them. Yeah. <laughs> we just love them. <laughs> um, Random Flowers, the original Bicon. I'm just kidding. He's not the original, but he is one of the first like openly male, like bisexual, uh, like person that like talked about about it openly saying about it openly uh which is also like kind of wild because he's mainstream like mormon we just love it for him we love it he said i'm mormon i'm bisexual and and that's good for me and i'm from las vegas and i'm from las vegas I so like let's party good. he said let's party um yeah so should we get into it I think we should. Um, great. So the first song is also there's a lot of names in this um yeah. album. And I wanted to like go through and be like, this name equals this, but I, I didn't do that. But anyway, this one's called Jenny Was a Friend of Mine. Now I know what you all are thinking. What are we all thinking? There's an obvious answer here. Oh, and that Jenny? is to use Jenny is Jenny. But that's not did what I did. That because it's spelled differently did not cross my mind at all. Are you serious? No, He's singing the lyric. Oh, okay. I don't know. I just totally listened to it as Jenny with a J, and that's a a totally different person. No, no, Molly. It's <laughs> also um, the song. I think is linked to a song in another album, and they're all supposed to be about this like person that got murdered. Wow. For some killer's lore. I'm going to look at That's perfect for what I've done with this song. Now, I was so inspired and felt this song was so perfect for what I wanted to do with it that I did rewrite the lyrics. So um, some of them, only some of them. So I will be singing that for you now. It will be acapella. It will be bad. So just please, um, it's going to be really cringy. So just move past it. Just skip if you don't want to hear it but I thought it was I thought it was fun so I don't have shame (laughs) so this is a song by Sirius Black um if he was on trial for James and Lily's murder like if instead of going right after Peter if he had like turned himself like turned himself in as like a let me tell you what actually happened so that's the setting of of this song 
We took a walk that night, but it wasn't the same. We had a fight in Godric's out in the rain. He said he owed me, but he had somewhere to go. They couldn't scream while I held them close. I don't know that one. And then I'm just, I'm not going to sing it. It's going to be, I'm just going to read what I said. It and then it's nice. Like, huh? I, I swore. It um, I swore I'd never let them go. Tell me what you want to know. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. There ain't no motive for this crime. James, he was a friend of mine. So come on. So come on. So come on. I know my rights. I've been here all day and it's time for me to go. So let me know if it's all right. I just can't take this. I swear I told you the truth. They couldn't scream while I held them close. Obviously that's James and Lily. And then like, I swore I'd never let them go to tell me what you want to know. Oh, come on, come on, come on. And then you whisper in my ear, I know what you're doing here. I like, I know you're trying to blame this on me, blah, 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 blah. But there's not a motive for this crime. And then the last time he does the James is a friend of mine. It's the Potters. They were friends of mine. Oh. So, um, and then I wanted to cry. <laughs> so mine um uh, was very similar, but it was um more of a duet with Sirius and Peter. And Peter Ooh. saying, like, what are you talking about? Like, I told you uh, what you wanted to know. I told you the truth. Like it basically like it wasn't me. Um, yeah. And it's like their confrontation moment. That's good. That's good. I think this album really suits itself. Like we, we could do like Marauders musical with this album. Yeah. Well, I basically did. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah. So Jenny was a friend of mine. Are you ready? Are you ready for the big one? The killer's Um, most popular song. Mr. Brightside. I'm coming out of my cage. Oh, wait, I'm sorry. But I, I know we just got really hyped for that moment. I was oh, sorry. I the lore around. Oh, um, yes, please. Around Jane sorry. was a friend of mine. Um, so it's part of three. It's a trilogy of songs with. Actually, I didn't know Midnight Show from this album is part of it. And then Leave the Bourbon on the Shelf is also part of it. And it's mm. like. Um, the murder is being interrogated by the police. I remember leave the bourbon on the shelf because it's like, I think the person like recounting it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it kind of makes sense for a midnight show. Cause I, I think it's like they, somebody like got a prostitute and like took them out. And yeah. Um, so I know there's like more to this, but, um, yeah, I just thought that was interesting. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll like, do something with it but then I kind of forgot when I was going through it but it we both caught on to the uh the murder plot so there's certainly um yeah and I think he even says in leave the bourbon on the shelf like he calls her Jennifer um and it's like he's been drinking and it's it's not good it's not good Woof. Wow. What's the tea? Midnight show is where he does kill her. And then um, the uh, Jenny was a friend of mine was like after, obviously. Mm. 
Wow. That actually, that's also interesting because it works for, I was like, Midnight Show is so weird because it's so dark, like from the point of view of like someone who you wouldn't expect it to be the point of view of, I guess, uh, with a killer's album, you know? Yeah. And, and so uh, fittingly mine is dark too. Like what my, uh, what I chose for that is dark. So that, I think that's, I think that's interesting. The killers are so, um, I feel like visceral, like there's one song in particular, I'm going to talk about this with later, but like their music, like is the exact feeling of the, of the tone of what they're singing about. If that makes sense, like it vibrates with the vibe. (laughs) As well, well as the real story, as well them. as the lyrics, right? Like everything together tells a full story of the song, which is why I love them so much. It, I mean, yeah, I mean, there's a reason why like they're super popular, but also like because of that, like when I listen to music, still like if I don't connect with the lyrics, I'm not as interested in the song. And it's probably because of like, well, one, it's because of musical theater, and then two, from yeah. like some a band like the killers where you can really follow what's happening like uh siri griff listens to a lot of music where you can't even understand what they're saying slash singing i'm like i i can't with this right (laughs) um i need to like mumble sing along with it even if i don't know all of the words like i need to be able to do that no um so anyway back to mr bright side (laughs) I'm coming out of my cage and I was doing just fine. <laughs> you just got a little good Charlotte. Yeah. Um, all right. So mine continues with um, some Marauders drum. Tell me. Mine is, and it probably does not connect with everything, but it's basically Snape peeping on Lily and James and not being able to deal with that fact that they are getting together right in front of Correct. That is exactly what I have written. So (laughs) it's just so exactly that, that there's nothing else to be said. And I also buying, which is right. He's definitely being a peeping, a, a, a peeping Sev. A peeping Sev. Um, I also said it could be Hermione about Ron but I think we know that it's probably Ron about Hermione yeah with like Crumb (laughs) I really wanted to include Crumb in one of these songs but I just couldn't swing it yeah I almost did for uh I almost did for like a funny one but then I ended up abandoning that plot (laughs) yeah um I just liked the idea of Hermione because you know cage the birds and then um and then that's exactly how she is about the whole lavender situation with Harry she's like I'm fine we don't need to talk about it I'm okay I'm doing just fine so yeah so I will be asking Cormac McLaggen to Slughorn's feast and it'll be fine So, so there we go. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. All right. So that one's pretty, we were all thinking it. I don't want to think about that next time I listen to the song, but the alternative is, it's like kind of horrifying that song, even though it's like such a jam. Yeah. I mean, 
I think I've always, so again, with them being storytellers, I've always kind of pictured this song and I don't know, I haven't seen the music video in years. So I really have no idea if this is the music video. I Let never me. picture the music video. Um, but I, I picture this song very clearly. Like I have a very clear story of it and it's like, you're at a party and it, he's in love with his best friend and and like it's one of those parties where everybody's like trashed in the middle of the night and he's like goes to sleep like on the couch and then like the best friend is hooking up with somebody like they're all in the same room or something like that do you know that feeling it's very oh like a, yeah it's a very beach week vibe so it's not like oh I was peeping on them it's like a like I woke up I in my drunken high stupor and like I feel crap already and I cannot deal with this too that's like I don't know why like even from the first time I heard this song like this has been the vision and I had never even been to a party <laughs> I was like I know I know the vibe um, I don't know why, I think someone told me this is what the song was, or maybe this was just their interpretation, but that it's like a kid is saying like with his dad and his dad, like got a prostitute or something. And like, the Ooh. kid is like, kind of like watching this whole thing go down and like, I like sick to his stomach, like that kind of thing. So I don't, that's always been in my head, which is why I said, it's like horrifying. <laughs> Um, and I don't think I came up with that. Like, I think, although I yeah. did always imagine it being a kid singing it for some reason. Oh, that's Or like a young person. And it's like somebody that's like, like older than him, like, which is partly yeah. why it's like, it's so hard for me to watch this person who I'm in love with, but like, I'm like a kid, you know? Yeah, that's like really that. interesting. Ugh your dad like getting with your teacher or something that you have like a crush on like something like that oh yeah 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 yeah. that's really interesting yeah um well this is going to be an insight to some <laughs> fucked up ways of thinking <laughs> I think that's like the worst song for that hmm. <laughs> we'll see we'll see um smile like you mean it do 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 I feel like this is like the first song I remember hearing. Mm. I think I heard this even before Mr. Brightside. Although I don't know, I had Now, which I think Mr. Brightside or somebody told me was on Now. Now that's what I call music. Exactly. And that is what I would call music. I mean, yeah, if they have the killers on there, how can you go wrong? Okay, so smile like you mean it. Who do you have? So I have another story. Um, it features a Marauder, shockingly, uh, but it's actually not Marauder's era. So she's okay. growing, ladies and gents. She's growing. Um, so I said this song to me feels very like wise and like weathered but like almost by someone who was like prematurely weathered so it made me feel like it was Remus singing to Harry right like as he's giving him the Marauders map like in the third one so like he's on his way up out of Hogwarts and he's just like giving his last piece of wisdom like your life is hard it's always gonna be hard 
but like stick with your friends they're gonna get you through it like my life has already been always been hard too like and then there's this part there's that part in the song where it's like you know they're knocking on the door or whatever whatever it is and he's like yeah they're literally like I'm getting fired right now so you know life has always been hard but uh you have to smile when you can and don't let it um don't let it get you down. There are also some great lyrics in there. What, um, okay. Uh, let me go to my little lyric sheet. Cause I was like, whoa, uh, someone is playing a game in the house I grew up in the shrieking shack shack. Who's playing? Oh, who's playing a game in that house? Uh, down the same streets that I did on the same streets that I did. So uh, three, we've just dealt with Peter again and Harry had to fight him. So he's like, I know history is repeating itself. I don't know. It all just felt very, very ream to me. Um, I had a similar interpretation, but different characters. Um, So I had that this is also at the end of the third one, but when Sirius is saying goodbye to Harry. And oh my saying, gosh. Like time has gone by, but like smile because like we now, we have this now together. And um, even oh, like no. the, someone is playing a game in the house that I grew up in, like even kind of knowing like that he's going to go back to his like house eventually. And like, Um, oh yes that's so good I was trying to connect house I grew up in with Grimmauld because it's so fitting with them you know him having to return back there and I couldn't figure out how to do it so that's so good and when he just says like um change your ways while you're at while you're young boy one day you'll be a man it's just like it's a very godfather energy of course of course it is and it's like like, cause Harry's so upset. Cause he's like, I thought, you know, I was going to live with you. And like, we had this whole plan and now you're leaving again. But Sirius is like, no, like I'm free. Like we, we have this now. So he's like, no, you can smile. Like it's okay. Yeah. And so I didn't do an old Marauders either for the sign. This was all. Oh, I love that. We did dog dads. Dog dads. Just telling Harry to keep on smiling. Keep on smiling, buddy. This won't be the last song where Harry needs some encouragement. Um, okay, so we're we're to another big a big song. Mm-hmm. Somebody <laughs> told me. Somebody told me that this might be the song we were referencing at the beginning of the episode. Um yeah, so there's a questionable line in here. Someone told me you had a boyfriend who looked like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year. Hmm. So, you know. We're moving swiftly along. Um, yeah, I was saying, I was talking out loud to Griffin about this and I was like, that just doesn't feel right. And he was like, yeah, apparently Brandon Flowers just thought it was like, a cool pickup line and like didn't mean like didn't think about it in like a trans way or anything like that just like thought that it was like a compliment or like a like a cool like a cool line to say to someone I see that actually makes sense to me like I can see that 
for a first like I don't know how it got through so many people I mean it's 2004 2004. but like but I actually and and this might just me be me giving him the benefit of the doubt but I buy I buy that because yeah I do too because especially with the rest of the song it's like somebody told me that you had a boyfriend that looks like a girlfriend that I had in February of last year and then he's like uh, all right. That means that I have a chance with you. So yeah, like, yeah. I don't clear- think it's like, we clearly have similar taste. Like I'm your type is what he's saying. So yeah, exactly. I believe that he's not thinking about it in a trans way at all. It yeah, just, I like, think it's totally innocuous. It's just like, it does stick out. That's with a 2022 lens. It's rough. Yeah. <laughs> like I, but I think it's like, we don't need to cancel the killers over this. They might do something else, but don't don't say that um yeah mine's like bonkers so I don't know if you want to go first no I want to hear your bonkers one first um so this one is um across all timelines um (laughs) I I love this you did a multiverse story with some oh my gosh she had to take out notes she has a diagram (laughs) y'all I just have that this is Moaning Myrtle. This is her line that she uses on all of the people that she's flirting with. So she used it with Marauders. She's using it with Harry. She's using it with Draco, with Cedric, with Ginny. She's like, and she says this line, um, because heaven ain't close in a place like this. Um, and never thought I'd let a rumor ruin my moonlight. <laughs> um, um, bring it back, back down, bring it back down. Are exactly. we referring to a flush? What are we, what are we bringing or like, She's coming back down. She's floating back down to their level. Like floating back down, floating back down tonight. The bubbles are gone. <laughs> exactly. So she's like, also like the town gossip also like <laughs> somebody told me Cedric was opening roll on egg under the water <laughs> she's like let's roll on to something new <laughs> I love this I love this journey for Myrtle <laughs> she needed it she needed a hit and a banger and she got one and she's like anything goes but don't think you might miss like you, you could die. You might miss me. <laughs> so, um, yeah, this is Myrtle across, you know, across time using the same, the same pickup line. I love that. <laughs> we come up with, sometimes we're exactly the same and sometimes we are on opposite ends of the spectrum. I wanted to do like Bertha or Rita or something, but like, I was like, no, I've got this. So, um, this is also about Siri. What? (laughs) So here's how I thought about it. Okay. So this is serious in Azkaban. This is kind of, we have to go on a journey too. Oh my gosh. You should have let me go second. (laughs) This is about to get heavy. I feel like. It is heavy, but it's like, (laughs) it's serious in Azkaban, like, keeping yeah it's heavy like keeping himself like mentally like there 
despite the Dementors, like by reminding him like what he's fighting for and about like through his rage at Peter. So I have some like, um, um, and then the one lyric, never thought I'd let a rumor ruin my moonlight. Cause <laughs> Remus. Aye, aye, aye. Um, but yeah, so basically that was it. There, I'm sure I could go through lyrics. I So it's like all of this, like I'm breaking my back just to know your name. Like obviously heaven ain't close in a place like this, very similar to yeah. Myrtle. Heaven ain't close. Very similar. <laughs> and so he's like, and just to know your name is like to find Peter. Like I'm, yeah. And so the the rumors that he's talking about are all about the rumors about Harry, like the little pieces of news mm-hmm. about Harry or about Peter. So like somebody told me that like he was going to hog that that he was at Hogwarts and uh just stay there stay close like I'm coming for you basically I gotcha there we go all right so all these things that I've done I think is like my favorite killer song of all time it's really beautiful for all these things that I've done I have um so this is a very similar one to um your like I did it kind of the same way so I have this um but instead yes so Harry has the stone and he's like um I this is kind of dark basically but you know like he's like there's nowhere else to run now like he's like I'm about to die So he's talking to his family being like, is there room for one more son? Oh, no. Um, 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 And then I think I have the people in the, like, in the semicircle being like, if you can't hold on, if you can't hold on, like, and then like all together, they do like hold on like together, like don't don't worry like they know that he's gonna be okay but they can't tell him that and then so Harry's like singing at them like I want to stand up I stand out I want to let go um I I want to shine like I I wish that I could have defeated him before you know like I don't know if me dying is gonna like fix everything but like I've got nothing else to do um um he and so he's basically like I I don't know why I was like I'm writing my dissertation on this um, but um because we take our work seriously I want meaning from the back of my broken hand like what was all of this for like I must not tell lies things like yeah. that like what you know and he's like all of this headache all of this heartbreak um I'm much older than I can take like I'm 17 and I'm dying and I do feel like I've lived a whole tortured life um and he's like in my affection while it comes and goes like he was like losing himself to Voldemort um uh he's like I need direction like somebody um 
like, and then like the the chorus, like, you got to help me out. You got to help me out. Like somebody help me explain why all of this mattered. I, um, I don't, I don't want to die basically. Uh, but there's nowhere else to run. Da, da, da. Is there room for one more son? Um, and, um, um, so, and then there, but the parents, they like the family, they don't know what to say. Cause they like, can't tell him the future. Cause right. they're like these figments. And so, but they're like, you're going to bring yourself down. Like you have to like stay strong. Um, and then it's Harry being like, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Like the final breakdown, um, which I think is so beautiful about Harry. Cause he's got this big heart and he's like, I don't want to kill people. I don't want to kill people. Like this isn't like, why, why does my purpose in life have to be to kill someone else? Um, uh, like, and so help me out, help me understand, uh, like, don't tell me, like, don't, you know, hide things. Don't do anything for me. Like everyone's been doing that. I'm about to die. Um, uh, over and in last call for sin, obviously death killing um while everyone's lost the battle is won with all these things that I've done wow um, yeah, that's pretty powerful yeah I um did another brave boy um I did this as Neville oh, the I'm gonna cry <laughs> in the fifth one trying to like learn in Dumbledore's army and he's like look, I'm not a soldier, but I got soul and like, I love that. Do you need like one more son, like to like someone to like raise arms basically. And like, I want to shine on in the hearts of man. Like I want to be this like person, like I can't watch more like headaches and heartbreaks. Like, um, I need, I need direction because I, I need you to help me like become this like soldier basically which he then does become so um, and yeah, I love it like, because oh because all because it's and then the part like you gotta help me out like Harry yeah. like you've gotta believe in us like what that's part where he confronts him where he's like what have we been training yeah, for you have to let me help you also like oh I love it so much I, I love think it like so the whole much. time when I was hearing the um chorus like I got soul, soul but, I'm, but not, I'm not a, it's soul. so Neville. I can just see Neville saying that, but like in the fifth one, he's in the seventh one. He's a soldier. Like he's a soldier he's, already. He's a soldier he's already. But this is his like training montage. It's his turning point. Oh, yes. Um. Yeah. So similar, very similar vibe, but I did love how you tied it together with that last line. The only line that I was like, this sticks out. And I was like, this is a Draco line is uh, I was a cold hearted boy. <laughs> yeah, I skipped that. <laughs> Harry was not a cold hearted boy. Um, but then, so I wanted to do this to tie in with the Marauders. And this is sad and like, it might not fully flesh out, but this is um, Peter before he breaks. And he's like struggling. Oof, I've got soul, but I'm not a soldier. Yeah. Woof. Whoa. Yeah. He's like saying, like, you know, you have to help me out. Like, I, I need you. And like, no one's helping him, or like, he doesn't feel like anyone is. And he, um, 
You know what? That's actually great inspo for us because I can totally see that like him being like, they're putting a lot of pressure on me. Like, I don't know what to do guys. And then we're all, we're all fighting. Like we're all fighting. You're going to have to get over it, Peter. Yeah. And then he just says like all these things that I've done. Whoa. We got deep with that one. I mean, that's a deep song. The battle is won. Because that's, he's like, he's broken at that point. He's done. Yeah. What would you have done? Yeah. Serious. Come on. What would you have done? Yeah. So that was my sad Marauders tie-in, but. The Marauders are so sad, yo. (laughs) I'm, I'm upset. Uh, I have a happy Marauder song, so don't worry. Don't worry. That's why I want to. Um, I was looking forward to ending it with glamorous indie rock. Same. I have. That's my happy Marauder song too. Obviously, but, um, it's just such a them. It's so such a vibe. Um, Andy, you're a star. I love this song and it like I sleep on it like I forget how much I love it and then when I started listening to this stuff like this stuff when I started listening to Hot Fuzz again for this I was like oh my god this song is so beautiful it's so gay and I love it you should go first this time because I think I went first the last two times um so my Marat well my um Harry Cannon or whatever is Potter era. Uh, yeah, Potter era. <laughs> Harry Potter era. Um, I feel it feels like obviously this song is like very unrequited love, um, but it's also like has like a sweetness to it. So I was like, I feel like and th- this isn't a canon ship, but like I feel like it's like kind of a Luna or Neville singing to each other, like. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're like, I see you for who you are, like, and I think you're a star, but no one else sees it. And I feel like Luna and Neville are those people. And, um, so like, and I was like, I always did a Hannah and Neville, but I was like, I don't, I'm not there yet, but like Neville (laughs) Neville and Luna see each other for like who they really are. Yeah. I, I wasn't exactly sure who I wanted to see say who was singing it but it could be either of them but the other one doesn't know that they're in love with them so I love that that one it just makes me I don't know why I'm so emotional I like wanna I wanna like cry thinking about this song because I do I think it it is so sweet and I think there's hope for the relationship of this song yeah (laughs) I'm just gonna say I actually ship this whatever this fictional you know whatever it is because I think this just like this whole idea of like everyone else is saying you're a fuck up but I'm in love with you and I think you're a star and just like oh and the way it 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 builds and then they only do the Andy you're a star at the end and it just melts oh my god it gets me every single time it's so sweet Anyway, if anyone wants to marry me and sing <laughs> this song to me, um, I would just bawl my eyes out. Um, and then my Marauders one is Peter singing this to Mary McDougal. McDougal? Is that what we said her name was? I thought that's what her last name was. Mary McDougal. Mac. Mac. I thought it was something me- else Mac. Mac. Mary McDonald, McDonald. McDonald, sorry. Okay. I was like, who is McDougal? 
I don't, I wrote McDougal in my notes. I don't know what I was thinking. Mary no, Kate. it's fine. I was just like, I've never heard that word. Um, okay. Whatever. Mac. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no, no, I don't. I was just like panicking. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> McDougal. I don't know where I got that from. Um, anyway, Peter singing to Mary and he sees that she's a star because Mary is a star. She is a star. Um, mine is really simple. This is Dean singing to Seamus. Oh my gosh. Oh. Seamus, you're a star. I did not know when you where you were gonna go. So this is what everybody thinks you're a fuck up. He's like, shut up. Nope, shut up. <laughs> like I, I and I just think this is like Dean's confession to him like up until the like you know like I saw you on the pitch like we didn't get in to like we didn't get on the team we were just alternates but like I'm really proud of you like you did a good job and in class you really mess up a lot of the time and you don't always make the best decision I have like goosebumps right now and you went to prom and you went to the yule ball with lavender and that really hurt my feelings and broke my heart but I want you and I know you're upset because she likes Ron now but I think that you're a star. Oh. Anyway, that's my that's my little Dean. That's my Demis ship. And then I know it's canon because they did that thing where they proposed to each oh, other. Obviously. And that makes me want to cry. <laughs> yeah. As soon as I heard Andy, you're a star, I knew it was about Dean and Seamus. <laughs> Um, but I but I see all of it too like I think certainly it's got very any any of our like side ships that are just like wholesome and sweet because that's the whole vibe of the song it's like I was watching you from afar or like my feelings weren't the main romance of the of the book but quietly I love you (laughs) of course um, I had a really hard time at first with on top the next one. Mm-hmm. Um, so my Marauders version is like James finally getting Lily to say yes to going out with him. And he's like, he's basically like, I'm on top. I'm on top. <laughs> we know that's not the case. But oh, he- no, not sexually. Just like he's on top of the world, right? Now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on top of the world. Um, I'm on top of the world. Hey. He's on top when she lets him. Correct. Um, but he's like, we don't even have to like do anything tonight because I know I've got her now because she said yes. Like, yeah. Um, and oh, that's then, really sweet. And it honestly, in a similar way, but in a sweeter way, I think this is also this was my original answer. Is like this is the very end of seven, and Harry and Jenny not saying anything, but knowing that they're getting back together, and we're like, that's really sweet. We're like, we know we're back on top. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're gonna be happy after this. Like, we just know it, and so we don't need to yeah. do anything about it tonight. Um, I, I, for some reason, like really latched onto that part of the song because, like, it's like, um, and we don't mean to satisfy tonight. So get your eyes off my pride tonight. Cause I don't need to satisfy tonight. Um, Baba, I look at you and smile because I'm fine. It's like, 
I don't need to get the satisfaction right now because I know like it's going to pay off in the long run or like that that's how I took it so right yeah Yeah. um I think the energy of this is what I was talking about where the energy of this song is like very like chaotic like it like vibrates with like desperation and like love you know and that feels very dreary to me like that like chaotic passionate energy (laughs) and that there uh and so I think this is just this was like my just dreary duet dreary vibe and hair and then Hermione and Pansy are like the girl from the beginning of the song that are like hey chill out guys because you guys have a past you need to think about and they're like we will not chill out it's happening (laughs) that's so funny I don't think of them as like chaotic or loud I think of it as like very quiet and intimate whenever I do songs with them together well this is a different like this is a different trope so this is like in my head this is not the like hurt comfort dreary this is the friends with benefits to lovers dreary so like they started off just hooking up but now they're like wait (laughs) I like have instant feelings for you so this is a problem and in in the song it's like you're like a cigarette like you're like a drug (laughs) like I like just can't get enough so it's happening so that's why yeah that's how I felt that's how I sometimes feel dreary happens like that when it's like "Mm, I really did not want to have anything to do with you and now that I had sex with you one time I can't stop thinking yeah I can't stop thinking about you I can't stop thinking about your eyes. The eyes are so important in Dreary. The green and the gray. They're obsessed with each other. You know what's also in the next song? Eyes. In Change Your Mind. Change. Change my mind. Change it. Change it. What did you, who do you have for this one? Those tragic eyes. I said this is uh, James to Lily when uh when uh Lily is starting to like him like they're not together yet but um he's like hey so I don't want you to freak out and I don't want it to get weird but like I've asked you out about a thousand times when you hated me and you always said no but like I feel like you kind of like me now. I feel like right? you might be able to change your mind. <laughs> so I'm trying to change your mind. Can you just let me know. <laughs> Can you just let me know? And if the and then when you let me know, if the answer is no, do I have a shot? Yeah. Like, can I ask you again? <laughs> right. Which I feel like was just is so James. Like that positive, like, but also kind of annoying. <laughs> um Yeah, I almost did James and Lily for this. Um, Well, first I did, um, this is Ron to Hermione when he comes back in seven. He needs (laughs) to do some recoup. And he's like, I know that like, she's going to forgive me, but like, I'm asking her to forgive me again and again. Yeah. He's still really mad at me. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So it's him being a little cheeky with her. I love that. Very similar vibes. Um, and and like, like the beginning part where he's like I can't even recognize myself behind like he's like I 
I don't even like who I was. Like you had every right to kind of say like no to me essentially. I love this because I want it to come like two songs after in the musical, after all of those songs that Hermione sings to him, like when oh, we yeah. do other ones where she's like, who the fuck do you think I am? <laughs> <laughs> You're not messing with no average witch boy. <laughs> Excellent callback. <laughs> um, and then so for my Marauders, like I said, I was going to do James and Lily, but then I decided to do a sadder route and decided that this is snake. Classic. Classic, Classic sad boy snake. <laughs> for Lily's forgiveness at the end of the fifth one when he fucks up and this time she does not forgive him and he's like you're like always so kind like you're so like gracious like can I change your mind um and the answer is no and he it's not son it's absolutely positively the fuck no um and he doesn't like I think he thinks that he can convince her that like he still loves her and it doesn't work. And I think that haunts him. I don't know. What do you think? (laughs) No, I agree. I think this is a great one for Snape. And I, I I mean, we know it haunts him. We absolutely. I was kidding. I was being sarcastic. Oh, (laughs) I was like, what are you asking right now? Um, And if the answer is no. Can I, I raise your son? Begrudgingly. <laughs> I'm going to give him a hard time, but I won't let him die. I guess. Me. <laughs> um, I don't know how to tell you this and you'll be like, I think you'll have mixed emotions, but I don't think I have like brain space for Dreary anymore because I'm so on this like wolf star storytelling with the Marauders. Like I can't, I don't have space for both of them, even though they're not like even the same characters I don't know what that means like I I was just thinking about it in the terms of like the music I was like I didn't even think about Drury once except for I was like believe me Natalie which is the next one I was like maybe it's a Drury song question mark but then I ended up going with the Wolfstein thing so I was like I can't even like I just and I think it's also partly this album but like I was like I don't know how to tell Alex as I just like didn't even think about them. And to be fair, no Dumbledore and Grindelwald either in this album. Right. I just feel like this is a very Marauders album. The Killers in, are inspired a lot by 70s, 80s rock music. So I just feel like it just felt the vibe was Marauders. I don't know. Yeah. That's what the so vibe maybe was. It's not that. It's just like I just was very aware after the fact that I... I didn't, but this would have been like the only song I was like, I feel like there's a vibe there. But then, so for Believe Me, Natalie, this is serious. Okay, I have a whole story to tell with Please us. tell me the story. I love when you write me Wolfstar fan fiction. <laughs> um, okay, so this is like the war is starting. Things are looking really rough. Lupin is like I can't do anything because like I'm a werewolf and like woe is me like and Sirius is basically like trying to cheer him up and he's like you don't have to like go like you don't have to be like this like let's go out like let's 
let's like find like this joy and he's like they're like basically like kind of having an argument but like Sirius is trying to like cheer Lupin up during this but then like I have a part two to this which is like devastating (laughs) in a later song no thank you okay (laughs) so that's part one woof track one I'd a wolf wolf star (laughs) um what did you have um I have um so I changed it to believe me Minerva (laughs) and so this one has a story too we don't know what McGonagall's muggle love interest was I think it was McDougal (laughs) but I think that whoever they were McGonagall's like a rule following lady but she's got that Gryffindor edge so I think she was like I'm not breaking the law like we're fine we don't have to do that and then I think believe me uh Minerva is whoever that person is that she was in love with that muggle man or whatever (laughs) I think he's singing, like, believe me, like, it'll be worth it. Like, we're going to be okay. And I love you. Like, don't you want to just have a good time? Like, let your hair down. And and I just see her just, like, running to him in a very period costume. <laughs> and, um, like, a 40s or whatever it was, period costume and just, like, being like I'm Minerva and I'm having a good time with the man that I love and then of course um she gives him up because she's a witch so maybe mine is um a part two too (laughs) sad part two but happy now believe me Minerva um also I just want I wanted to provide the contextual evidence for some of mine I just pulled up the lyrics oh please um he's like the reason I said it's like at the beginning of the war because he's like this is your last chance to like go out and enjoy stuff yeah forget what they said and walk away like if my dreams for us can't get you through just one more day it's all right by me like if I can't get you through this like nothing will basically like yeah um, there's no time for survival left the time is now because this might be your last chance like they know that yeah basically um so that's kind of part of where the timeline was for me I love that oh your last chance to have a good time all right let's move on to um midnight show which uh you were linking with the murders oh yeah I don't have it linked um in mine with that do you mine isn't linked because I didn't know about that before but um but mine is dark. So I have this as a duet between Ginny and Tom Riddle in the diary. Ooh, please say more. So let me pull up my lyrics. That's spooky. It is because the song is almost sung by the same person, but in a duet, like the lyrics are kind of insane when I was looking at them. So I really liked that about it. Um. So like the diary is like, I know what you want. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to take you to the midnight show tonight. So the midnight show is whenever he like, um, like possesses her. Yeah. Um, 
And if you can keep a secret, like I got a blanket on the backseat of my mind, like I, like I can keep you like safe and warm. Like, don't you like that? I'm, um, that I talk to you, um, a little place that sits beneath the sky. She turned her face to speak, but no one heard her cry. (laughs) Um, and so then I have fly faster girl as like, uh like dealing with it after yeah like fly faster like you can just um you can you can you can get past this like fly away like I'll throw away the diary like I can do this um I know there's a hope there's too many people trying um there's too many people trying to help me cope like if I really look around I know I have people that love me um and then this part about the real short skirt, this is gross from Tom Riddle. I, it's not sexual in any way. It's more like, like, you've got a sweetheart. Like, um, I want to like, I want to delve into that heart. Like, tell me more. I want to hear. Um, and it's like, I was just in time. Like you were about to like escape me. Let me take a little more off your mind um there's something in my and then Jenny like there's something in my head somewhere in the back saying um we were just a good thing we were just a good thing like saying like please come back please come back but make it go away uh um uh, some promise me that you'll come and fix these things that I've heard make it go away drive faster girl um and then this is Tom like getting angry now, like the crashing tide can hide a guilty girl. Like, uh, um, you're like, I'm going to take you, like, um, you're going to do what I ask you, blah, blah, blah. blah. I'm taking you into the midnight show. And then like her faster, faster is also, then he starts singing the faster, faster like to get her back to draw her back in and then the oh no 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 um and then like he's like if you can keep a secret and then she goes well I can keep a secret and then he goes if you can keep a secret then she goes if you can you know they like repeat it back to each other and then Tom goes well baby I can keep if you keep a secret and then that's the end of midnight show Wow. Midnight Show is also, it like just sounds like a scary movie. Like the song. It, it, yeah. It, and the song is spooky. That's another one where the music, like the instrumental, I guess I should say, is like such a, like it, it's like a banging on the door. Like you're like running for your life. Like it's so. Well, it, now it tracks that this is like the murder. Like yeah. that trilogy, which is horrifying. Which is sad. And I, I did not know that when I made no. <laughs> Um, I just, I didn't know this was one of the three songs. I knew that Leave the Girl on the Shelf was, but um, so mine's also like really sad and devastating. Um, so I was originally going, actually, so I lied to you just now. I, this was going to be a dreary song because I had like Drake. <laughs> I couldn't think about dreary with all of the Marauders in my head. I only thought about dreary for like three songs. Only for a couple, like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I guess I like blocked it out. Um, Cause I went back and did all the Marauder stuff after I think, um, mm-hmm. or some of it. Um, okay. So Draco is like really, okay. So 
I started out with Draco, but then I kind of like switched to an even sadder version with a different character. But either way, it was going to be um, this person is like having a lot of like meaningless sex to get over like mm. the mistakes they've made in, in Draco's um, scenario. So like when he's like saying like drive faster, like drive faster, he's like, yeah, like kind of like fuck me harder. Like I don't want to yeah. think about this other stuff. And yeah. um like I know there's a hope there's too many people trying to help me cope like I just like I can't even like think about these people like wanting to help me because like I don't deserve help and um and like in the dreary sense like also thinking about like what he did to Harry like we were such a good thing um and it's like a crashing tie can't hide a guilty girl that's him (laughs) (laughs) and like I took my baby's breath beneath the chandelier um at the manor <laughs> um so that was like the dreary scenario or draco really and then um the sadder version is that this is lupin after he hears that sirius is in azkaban and they had this like fight beforehand so he's like um definitely trying to forget about that and then there's like one specific line um Oh, I think it's the same thing where it's like um, a crashing tide can't hide a guilty girl. Um, and like his whole secret is like obviously that like they were in love, but now he like can't like think about that because like Sirius like betrayed all of them. And it's like, um, but he said he loved me. Like, um, so that's also sad yeah (laughs) you think yes it is also sad I don't like thinking about that time where where Lupin believes that Sirius could do that oh this is oh I found the line sorry uh make it go away without a word but promise me you'll stay and fix these things that I've heard like yeah okay sorry um (laughs) Don't be sorry. It's good. It's hard because we've got marauders in, on the brain, but where we are in the marauders, we're still in like happy times. I know. And, and I feel like we've just been like thinking about how there's got to be sad times coming, you know? Um. So I'm just going to like steamroll into the next one because that's my part two. Of, yeah. Um, believe me, Natalie, also with Sirius and Lupin. Mm-hmm. Um, so <clears throat> more background that I didn't give for believe me, Natalie, or Ooh, like you were holding out information. We're watching, we're listening to a murder podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Continue. I would say continuing the backstory. So basically what happened is that Lupin is like threatening to leave because he's like, I need to like go join like the werewolves. Like I can't be here and like help and like right blah 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 so that's why Sirius like did his cheer up song he's like we're gonna like go out and have fun and Lupin agrees and is like okay fine but then he actually leaves anyway and doesn't tell Sirius so then Sirius (laughs) cut to part two (laughs) everything will be all right (laughs) 
Um, he says, I'm coming to find you if it takes me all night, wrong until you make it right. And I won't forget, at least I'll try and run and run tonight. And he's like trying to convince him that like everything will be all right. Like, okay, um, I love this. But it's sad because they don't get back they together. don't get back together. Look, it's devastating. He's like, you don't need to compromise. I'm dreaming about those dreamy eyes. I never knew. I never knew. But it, it's all right. It's all right. It will be all right. But then it's not because then in a couple days, um, Lupin's going to be singing Midnight Show and they never made up. And, you know, it's really sad. I didn't realize I had a trilogy on my hands, but I do. <laughs> I am not ready. I'm not ready. Um, like the last season of our Marauders TV show is just gonna be me blubbering. Just me blubbering as I try and get out the plot. I mean that he didn't love Sirius anymore, and then Marlene McKinnon died and everything was saying. Oh, okay. And then my non-marauders, and then I'll let you talk so I don't have to keep going through these sad stories. This is less sad. This is Ginny after Harry's like, I need to break up with you so I can go defeat Baltimore. And she's like, I'm like, she's like, I'm coming to find you. But then she's like, everything will be all right. Everything's like, going to be all right. Um, so take your suitcase because I don't mind. I miss every time you don't need to compromise. I'll be dreaming about you and I know you'll be all right. So that's my nicer version with Ginny and Harry. <laughs> I have a nice version for this song too. Okay, good. Um, so here, let me. So this is, let me set the scene because it's a story as always, because it's a killer song. I love a story. So this is a fan fiction. So it's not canon compliant. Okay. I know the canon ages. So it's year seven. And James and Lily are at the, they've, they're together. And Lily finds out she's pregnant. Okay. And so she, it's a teen pregnancy plot, ladies. <laughs> so. Did you just say ladies? Ladies. The girls. <laughs> TN for the girls for the girls and so she like picks this fight with James about nothing and James is like um <laughs> I don't know what's happening I thought we were doing really well I'm kind of in love with you and and she's like well I'm gonna I've gotta go I've gotta go so she's so this is the beginning of the song so she, uh obviously she hasn't told James that she's pregnant or anything she's just found out herself uh, Pomfrey has told her. <laughs> um, and so she says, she's walking in Hogsmeade and she's like, okay, I was being a little like dramatic. And then so she's like basically coming to the terms and she's saying, actually, like as she's walking in Hogsmeade, I believe in you and me. I'm coming to find, I'm coming to find you um, and it'll be all right. Um, it'll be wrong until I make it right. Like until I tell you, um, and I won't forget you. Um, and I won't try to want run 
um, tonight. I promise I won't try to run. Like everything's going to be all right. Like she's just reassuring herself. She's like, everything's going to be all right. Da, da, da. All right. All right. All right. Um, and then like, I wasn't even shopping for a doll. Oh. So, like, uh, so then you see like the store she stopped outside of in Hogsmeade. Um, uh, and she's like, I never even like when I was a kid, I didn't even like dolls, but, um, just like you, like it took me by surprise. Um, and I'm, I'm dreaming about your eyes and I never knew, I just never knew. So, um, uh, and then is that part to James? Like, you don't have to like stay like, right. Like, like, and so basically the rest of the song is basically just like, baby doll, like, I love you. And this is not going to be easy. And I know we're going through a war, but despite it all, I'm actually really excited that we're going to be parents and that I'm going to get to do it with you. Um, so everything's going to be all right. Everything's going to be all right. But again, like with all Marauder's songs, it's devastating because everything will not in fact be all right. Um, yeah. Well, how do you end it? How, what's our glamorous indie rock and roll glamorous indie rock and roll is a four-person duet with the marauders okay we got james who the marauders we've got james who has never really had trouble making friends but has never found his soul people and because he has the healthiest relationship with love and expressing love, he's happy to share that with the rest of his friends. We've got Peter, who's always been on the outside, who needs a home and some people to take him in. And that bitch deserves to die for what he does to them. And we've got Sirius, who, despite hating what his family stands for, hasn't been hasn't grown up with anything else and has been emotionally abused to the point where he thinks that something's wrong with him and even when he meets the marauders he tries to salvage his relationship with that estranged family and he (laughs) says no I have indie rock and roll which is I have my marauders we've got the boys and then we have Remus Lupin who said you know what, the way I'm going to deal with my trauma and the fact that I worry I could hurt anyone at any second is to become so small that no one will see me. But those three boys, they picked them up and they said, you grab a bass, Mooney, because you are in the band. And then they sang this song, Indie Rock and Roll, because Indie Rock and Roll is where they all found a home I'm talking every word for all the boys tm tm (laughs) um yeah so interesting that you brought up the bass because this was a meta song for me they are in a band in hogwarts singing this (laughs) yes and I had obviously James is the lead singer slash guitarist. Sirius is on drums. Uh, Le- or Remus is playing bass. And then I had Peter on the keyboard. <laughs> <laughs> We've got Peter on the keys. <laughs> I also see like C 
serious like singing some of the verses from the drums and like Lupin doing some of the like ooh ah stuff like yeah. not yeah, yeah, yeah. the song necessarily but um for sure I was also like they're in a band they are in a band in this song and they're singing this song as part of their band <laughs> correct and it's amazing and we had no questions and we had no doubts and we wanted it yeah so it's glamorous it's indie it's rock and roll baby it's rock and roll baby and that's hot fuss thank you for coming to our marauders concert <laughs> um what a journey. We love doing these. So if you want us to um, do any more radio hours, um, we're always taking suggestions. Speaking of trilogies, I think we know what we have to do. I think we continue on with the killers. Just keep it going. Yeah. Album by album. I'm down. <laughs> okay. So yeah, we'll be getting back to Matthew and the Marauders soon. Um, but feel free to, you know, drop us some notes in the meantime, because we're taking a little break. So we want some ideas. We're coming up with our season outline. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the meantime, stay magical. Charmed, I'm sure. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.